when he rocked me in the first round, like I was on autopilot after that. I don't remember the second or third round at all whatsoever. Download the All-Star app. Make your picks for UFC fights, challenge your friends, level up and win prizes. Link in description. Get it now. All right, Sean, man. Yesterday, fuck, it was crazy, right? Like that card. Did you watch oh, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, I, you know, I'm in the back end of fight camp right now, so I just saw the early prelims and the regular mm-hmm. prelims. And yeah, you know, if I would have bought the main card, it would have had me up to like past midnight, so I didn't even get the main card. But uh, yeah, I've I, 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 I've seen the highlights and stuff, and yeah, it was mm-hmm. wild. Super happy for Robbie Lawler, dude. That that mm-hmm. like warmed my heart. It made me feel so good, you know, and like. Yeah. Such a brutal sport where guys don't really get that fairy fairy tale ending. I was glad he got it. Yeah, and it, you know a lot of people complained like, why is he on the pre- prelims? But there, there was a reason because if he did win, they were going to play that that package, that highlight package after okay. the fight. So they okay. gave him up because during the pay per view, they wouldn't have done that for him. Yeah, they wouldn't have had the time for that. Okay, y'all yeah, didn't even about that. I, I yeah, I seen some people complaining about it, but you know, and then that. Headline in the prelims, you know, it's uh, you got you got a, you get a lot of eyes on you, yeah. Doing too, but yeah, that made more sense with that highlight video. And that highlight video was great, <sighs> Man. uh, break down and cry like that. You know, a dude who's so like stone face all the time, like yeah. you've been something to him, and that was dope for sure. The main event, man, your division, yes, Volkanovsky goes in there, and and I expected that to happen because you saw Yair fight Frankie Edgar, and you know, that's kind of like the path to beat Yair, like a clear yeah. path. Yeah, that was so long ago that I, I honestly was one of the guys that felt like Yair was the one to uh, take bulk out, you know, mm-hmm. just because, you know, he's just looked really great as of late. And, uh, you know, I just thought his style was tricky enough. He was long enough. And I thought he was going to give Volk a lot of problems. I really did. And Volk just, you know, once again, solidified his greatness and how good he really is. Crazy. Like, yeah, I haven't seen the whole fight, but I've seen like little bits and pieces. And I hear from people who did watch it. They say he dominated him and took him down and got him tired and finished him. And yeah, man, Volk is, Volk is for real. Yeah. I, I interviewed a couple of his coaches ahead of that fight and uh, yeah, they, they took him so seriously because he was the, yeah. he had that danger factor on the feet. Like he could hit you with crazy I shit. Volk too, that you could tell, you know, Volk was, you know, kind of, kind of scared of Yair mm-hmm. in a good way though, you know, not, you know, in a punk way, but like he, he his senses were you know he was really alerted he knew he had to yeah. take him real serious and you could t- yeah you could tell yeah he said it after the fight in the post fight interview he said man i was kind of scared during camp because he yeah. had that danger and i was like damn it's it takes a lot for a fighter to admit that right yeah yeah real ones no you know real recognize the real like you know when when i've heard dustin poirier say it going into chandler he said you know uh you know i was scared of chandler you know it was a healthy fear one that i you know i get up for type shit and you know Guys know that when you say that, not to, you know, take that the other way and like, oh, he's scared. And, you know, real ones know what that means. You know, it's a it's a healthy fear, something that helps you get up and train harder and, you know, just helps you get out of the bed in the morning. All right. Let's flip it to you. Which fighter that you prepare for gave you that little bit of fear? You know, what I mean, that you're like, oh, shit, this dude is 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 dangerous. Like, I need to be really on my P's and Q's. Uh, This one now, this guy here, Steve Garcia, 100 percent, you know, uh. Yeah, you know, he uh, he's comes from, you know, Jackson Wink, a legendary camp, and just the type of fighter he is, the way he brings it, how, you know, when he wins, he's most, you know, majority of the time he's knocking you out. 
And, uh, yeah, he's just super aggressive and comes to fight, fight. Not one of them wrestlers that's going to lay on the hold on you. You know, majority of my career, that's, you know, been the main thing. My main concern is wrestlers taking me down, you know, holding me or, you know, trying to submit me. But, you know, this guy doesn't have uh, one submission to his record. You know, it just, it just that, you know, I know anything could happen and he could, you know, definitely think he sees that as a hole in my game and he might try to exploit that. And I, I feel like no matter – no matter how much a guy is uh, a striker first, I feel like everybody will come to like wrestle me at some point. But just overall, I just know that's not a part of his game generally and that he's a dangerous dude. And he's coming to try to hurt me. I've had many conversations with wrestling coaches and they always tell me you have the body type that most wrestlers don't want to wrestle because your yeah. arms are so long, your legs are so long. You you could like post up when yeah, most I guess guys wouldn't be able to post up. Yeah, I could post these stilts out. Yeah, like I, that happens a lot of times, man. Like when we have really good wrestlers in the room, they'll, you know, get in deep on a shot and go to lift me and like, you know, have me pretty damn high in the air. But and when they go to set me down, I just put my foot down and they're like, what the hell? This is so weird. Yeah, I've heard that a ton and I felt it a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huge advantage for you, man. And, you know, before we get deeper into Steve Garcia, I just want to talk about your time away. It's been a year, man, from your last fight to this fight coming up. What's been going on? Uh, I mean, I've been training, been steady, getting better. But, as, you know, as far as what's been going on to why it's been so long, I you know, I don't really know. Uh, I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to get booked since February. You know, February, I was trying to get March, April, May, June. You know, I've been steady on my manager telling him, you know, I'm ready to go. And, you know, I, know, I mean, there's a ton of guys on the roster. I know, you know, due to how contracts are and time frames, they got to tend to certain guys and certain guys, you know, they can, you know, let sit on the back burner some and this and that and. You know, it's a business thing. But, yeah, I've been saying I've been ready to go since February. And, yeah, this this is just when they got around to me, I guess, you know. I mean, I, I you know, I got my own, like, theories to it. I think, you know, I'm, you know, my last fight was, you know, a shitty performance on my end. I feel like I might be, like, been put on timeout maybe. That could be me just thinking too much into it. But, you know, I'm, you know, I don't take it personally. Either way, you know, it is what it is. And we booked for August 5th and I'm ready to rock. So there was no no fights offered. There was no injuries going on with you. No, I uh no, yeah, no injuries going on with me. I got a sh super short notice. It was like I think eleven days notice to step in and fight Lerone Murphy in London, and I just couldn't make the wait. And it being you know so far away, and you know eleven days, it just didn't. It just wouldn't wasn't gonna happen. So yeah, that. But outside of that, no, I haven't I haven't got nothing. Steve Garcia was the first name they threw at me. All right. Well, man, eleven days notice to fly to London and cut the—that's crazy, dude. Like yeah. that's all this featherweight into the division, you know. Yeah. I cut, you know, I cut. I yeah, I've made it pretty public that I cut a lot of weight and that mm -hmm. I'm a you know a big guy for the division. So yeah, there was just I just couldn't do that. All right. Well, Steve Garcia, man, we we you mentioned a little bit about him, but what do you see in his style, like in his stand up, like because we've seen a lot of that in his last couple of fights. Uh, he's aggressive. He's aggressive. Uh, he pushes the pace. He comes forward. And, yeah, he's just he's looking to bite down on that mouthpiece and throw. You know, I, I look at him as more of a brawler, you know. He's not, you know, he's not necessarily the guy that, you know, looks to uh, set you up with things, you know. He just comes forward and he tries to take your head off. That's how I see it striking for sure, a brawler. Yeah, and and he's he's a little bit taller for you. Know, you're the tallest, but he's he's actually tall for the division. I think he's at like five eleven, six foot or something like that. You know, is that better for you? Uh, I mean, no. I mean, you know, six foot for sure. But like, yeah, you know, if I could be in there with a little midget, that would be easier. But 
it don't make me no difference though. I, you know, I, I, my main sparring partners are, you know, six foot five eleven, you know, in that range. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it really, uh, you know, makes it better or worse. It's, uh, I, I think it makes it better that he's a striker and he's coming to fight. He's coming to, you know, fight and you know, not grapple. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to the fight. The, the, the Luis Saldana fight, man. A lot of people, you know, there was a lot of criticism on that fight and and when you look back at it you know how bad of a taste in your mouth do you have from that performance i've been so back and forth on it like you know at first i was super salty about it uh and then you know i didn't watch it until up until i got this fight offer honestly like i I went damn near a whole year and didn't even watch it because uh i was dealing with a lot of personal shit going into that fight you know some heavy personal stuff family stuff that you know it, it, people would find like really surprising. They wouldn't believe nothing. I'm trying to like, you know, it, it's public, but you know, if, if people really want to know and they went digging, I'm sure they could find out, but it's nothing that I really want to talk about right now. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, no excuses. I should have still got the job done, but yeah, the, due to the personal things I was dealing with, I feel like it had me not fighting like myself. You know, I'm normally a pretty calm, cool, collected guy in there and capitalize on guys' mistakes versus that fight. I was, uh, I was just, just really, pushing forward walking into stupid shit and just trying to rush the process rush the fight and just get it over with and i was you know every one of my fights uh, that i've stepped in the cage has been for the love of the sport and to have fun and do what i love and that was the first fight where i ever went in there and was really focused on the money i was really focused on you know getting a performance bonus and just focused on the wrong shit it had me just not fighting like myself and uh but uh so yeah i went back and rewatched it uh, not too long. It was probably like a week ago. And, uh, I like even due to everything I was dealing with and how bad he had me rocked and hurt. And the fact that he still wasn't able to take me out, like just really, just really, uh, spoke to me. He just, you know, said some things to me. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. I had something else I wanted to say. I can't even remember. Damn. I done forgot. Damn, I forgot that quick. Hopefully, it come back to me, dog. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make it. I'm, I'm not salty about it. I'm not salty about it at all. I just, uh, oh yeah. So the reason I didn't, I never really watched it was because when he rocked me in the first round, like I was on autopilot after that. I don't remember the second or third round at all whatsoever. Like I remember all of a sudden the ref being in my face and asking me, you know, like, are you okay? Are you good to continue? I remember being like confused and thrown off like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, what, you know, like, why are you even talking to me right now? Like, watch out. Like, let me, like, let's fight. Like, I didn't even know that I got, you know, rocked real bad with the hands. And then he hit me with that illegal knee. And yeah, I had no clue of none of that. And then, uh, I didn't really come back to until I got back in the hotel room and I was in the shower and I remember being like, oh shit, I just fought. I'm like that, you know, that's crazy. And so it's a blessing that it ended up being a draw. But after going back and watching the other day, I feel like I won that shit. Like, even being rocked and on autopilot, I feel like uh, I still did enough to win rounds two and three, even though I don't remember them at all. Damn, that's crazy, dude. Like, autopilot. First time anything like that has, yeah, like, ever happened in my life. And, uh, yeah, like, man, me and my coaches, we even, like, you know, joke and, you know, talk about it. My coach tells me, you know, he just tells me little things. He was telling me in between rounds, like, you know, I was telling you to do this and do that. And we were having this conversation. I'm like, I don't remember none of that. And then he was telling me that he, uh, during the illegal knee, he was yelling to me in society. He was like, you know, take your time, take your time and all this. 
I didn't know what was going on. I didn't, yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, don't remember any of that. So, like, the best way to describe it is being on autopilot. Man, there were so many circumstances surrounding that fight, man. You had personal issues, and I know personal issues can affect fighters. You know, I've talked to, I've done, like, thousands of interviews, right? right. So, I've heard from, thousands, like, many fighters talk about that thing, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like, it, you know, as much as it sounds like an excuse, like, I, anybody that knows me, I'm not that guy to, like, you know, excuses, like, you know, they're, they're trash. They don't mean nothing, but... I mean, it is what it is. I was dealing with some heavy shit, so it's like, you know, I, I, especially after as bad as I performed, it's like I got to just speak on it and throw that out there. But, again, I still should have got the job done. He still, you know, rocked me bad, had me wobbly and hurt. And, uh, yeah, watching that fight back the other day, I, I like, once we the action continued, and, like, I was looking like the leaning tower of Pisa in there, like, rocking side to side, he still uh, – just stood in front of me and looked at me like he's I, I still like for some I, I still felt dangerous to him or something like he didn't feel comfortable closing the distance and taking me out while I was rocked and wobbly and uh yeah crazy man crazy crazy experience with, with the time off were you able to take care of all the issues yeah for sure and it's like you know thank god if I was a draw like you know uh if somebody was gonna get me that was the time that was their time to get me I still, you know, I, you know, the fight happened with Julian and I, you know, uh, learned that lesson in that fight, but I still have yet to, uh, step in that octagon and feel bested feel. I've still stepped into that octagon and stepped out, um, doubting myself or questioning my skills or questioning my ability. My confidence still hasn't been touched. Uh, you know, I hate to steal O'Malley's thing, but it's like, I, I, you ask me, I'm undefeated still. Like I ain't been beat yet. Like I know what topology says, but man i ain't been beat yet a guy still ain't uh i still have not felt like i've been in there and the guy standing across me was the better fighter you know shit happens and but yeah i still haven't uh yeah that's how i feel about that all right man hey you know that's the mentality that you know some people need to have some fighters need to have to to go throughout their career you know i mean shit happens um with training like what did you do like you got a lot of time to kind of you know decide okay do i focus on certain things or do I step back and take some time off? Uh, so at the at the beginning, right away, I took some time off. You know, I wanted because I, I got a you know pretty bad concussion, and I I wanted to let my head heal up and stuff. And that was the only in, only thing you know. I, nothing else was bothering me. But yeah, I took a about like a month or two off, maybe. And when I say off, I just mean from sparring. You know, I was still in the gym with my strength conditioning coach, still training, still grappling and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I just let my head heal up and, then you know, just got back to the grind. Got back to training every day. You know, it's a lifestyle. I'm not one of them guys that only train when they have fights coming up, you know. Uh, and, yeah, just steady getting better and getting them improving and just preparing and getting ready to take on the best fighters in the world. You're still at Wolf's then? Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. Wolf's, that's my spot. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't nobody know about us, but, yeah, yep. We're, uh, oh, I know, I know, man. We've been talking for a while, so yeah, you know, yeah. We, I know I'm familiar. We keep growing, we keep growing more, yeah. more attention, more eyes on us, more members, all that. Yeah, we we got we got a solid camp down here. You used to go to Glory and yeah. and do some of your training there. When that situation happened, were you shocked? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, it's crazy how. Yeah, I was super shocked. I was super. I had yeah, didn't have a, you know, didn't have a clue about anything and yeah i was just shocked just shocked yeah hated hated to see it happen hated to see it happen like regardless of what anybody thinks james Krause is such a good dude man he's one of the realest dudes i've ever met one of the most solid dudes i've ever met 
and you know j- there's always more to the story so like you know people are so quick to you know cast their opinions throw stones and say you know somebody's in the wrong but you know i don't think you know anybody really knows the full story so it ain't no telling what was all going on with that for real outside of uh wolves then did you go to other spots because you don't have glory anymore so would you, did you was there other spots that you trained at or sparred at no nah, yeah no nah, just wolves in here and i work with my strength conditioning coach matt owen and uh yeah just between them two places wolves den and glory and there's you know there saint there's a few other gyms here in st louis that i might stop by you know every now and then but yeah wolves den is my home and main spot where i hone all my skills man after the last fight i'm expecting some some craziness because steve garcia is a guy that's gonna you know he's like bring it. i know exactly what i got do or die you know what i mean 100 man this is the this is the i couldn't ask for a better matchup a better opponent you know so much more motivation came with this fight uh yeah i'm i'm really excited to go out there and reintroduce myself man you know this is a this is this sport is full of you know people with short-term memory you know you're only as good as your last outing i don't care what you did early you know your last bout is how people judge you and so i you know i know people are you know looking at me in one light and i just can't wait to go out here and reintroduce myself yeah and and you've been away for about a year so steve garcia could have the mentality of like this dude might have ring rust or he could be gun shy so the aggression from the start like what do you think of that like do you do you want that do you want somebody to come forward like from the start right away yeah oh yeah 100 percent uh i seen in a i seen an interview that he did and where he was saying you know like uh he, he was calling me out he uh he was calling me out. He said he thought I was an exciting fighter and he only wanted fun fights and he want you know, a guy that brings it and blah, blah. I think he's full of shit. I, I don't think he really means that. You know, I've been in UFC going on uh four years now and nobody ever said my name one time. Now coming off of the worst performance of my life, now all of a sudden this dude calls me out and he got respect for me and he think I think he thinks I'm easy work. I think he thinks he got something sweet. That's why he called me out, you know, and he's a veteran in the sport. So, you know, I think he, you know, uh, thinks he's being, I don't even know, smart or like he just knows how it works. I think he knows better than to just come out there and say, like, yeah, I want to fight Sean. I think he's easy work. You know, I think I'm a, uh, you know, he don't he don't want to put that battery in my back and give me that extra motivation. But I, 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 feel, I have a feeling I got a good feeling on what's going on here. I, he thinks he got some sweet. I know that, and yeah, I'm a, I'm more motivated than ever, than ever to get in there with him. Yo, Nashville, the crowd, it's dude. This card is stacked. Like you guys are one of the fire matchups, but there's a long list of them. So you know what I mean? It's gonna be a a, a crazy night. Oh hell yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, at first, so like at first when I got Nashville, I didn't really think much of Nashville. I didn't think it was a popping place for real, but apparently it, it is. It's like a real you know popping place, and it's a cool place to be. So yeah, I'm excited to go down there. <laughs> I think it's really dope to be on the share the car with Corey Sanhagen. I'm a huge fan of his. And yeah, me and Steve Garcia's matchup is on there. And Dustin Jacoby, I, I'm a fan of his. Billy Q, we fought on the contender series together. It's going to be a great night. It's going to be a, a fun night. I'm hoping they got us uh, early on in the card. So after I handle, I can watch and enjoy the fights. Definitely. August 5th, UFC Fight Night, Nashville. Sean, thank you so much, man, for the time. It's always good catching up with you. And uh, hopefully, man, you get another one this year. You know what I mean? It's been yeah. a year. So hopefully yeah. two this year. Plan, man, to, you know, go in here and handle business. And, yeah, I'm you know, fighting once a year, you know, isn't ideal. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to stay active.